Are you talking to me? Ah, <laughs> duh, of course you are. Everybody knows me. I'm Mia Brightwood. Now, get ready because some mysterious voice will appear and tell you all what happened last time on The Incorrigible Party. Utilizing powerful magic, Mia is able to break the hold Kachra has on Samuel Coltis, allowing him to aid them in their battle against the Neogi God and the awakened Tanaruk that claw and bite at his personal guards. As a Brightwood, I bet you all ten platinum pieces I will be the one to land the killing blow. You know I'm good for it. So let's continue our adventure. Would Faldrin remember the magical abilities? No, he wouldn't, would he? He would remember what Kay did, what Krakaka did when he was in his body, but he wouldn't know everything about. Uh, I'm going to say the the kind of uh, infiltration of Faldrin's body, mind, memory, everything, two-sided. Again, like his presence inside this god's presence inside of your mortal being left this imprint on you it's almost as if you could like read it like a book so i think yeah falzern is aware of like exactly what k can do okay so you know that you do not want to stumble into the actual wall itself at all otherwise you will suffer damage i suppose given that falzern is a little bit aware of this magic that K has access to. He feels like he may have a chance at dispelling it. Mm-hmm. So he's going to cast Dispel Magic at 5th level. Uh, excellent. Uh, as you... I mean, you're just... Yeah, right. you have just the, the, the knowledge of exactly what this effect is. And upcasting your Dispel matches the level in which the Wall of Antilight is, and your back the the obviously the the fires are still burning like just because they were just in the darkness right still burning and blanketed by that inky magical darkness but the wall is gone and now you're back having to shield your eyes right at the sudden light as if someone had flicked a switch in a, in a dark room you've been in the wall is dispelled well done gee jeez palsy well he's 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 running out of <laughs> High par spell spells. spells. It's fine. It's fine. Quickly. It's okay. And you now see, you see where Kakla has moved to, like 15 feet away from Mia and her guard number two behind oh, no. the wagon of corpses. Oh, why do they care about me so much? I've only made it my life's goal to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> are you moving, Falzerin? Are you okay where you are? Falzerin is going to move 10 feet closer to Mia, so he's still a bit of a bit of way. Away from Mia, he's kind of between Mia and Braun, essentially, who is in the uh, entrance to this room. Mia on his right, Braun on his left. I mean, powerful combo. Let's do this. Faldrin's a bit worried about Kakaka going after Mia. Want to create a coven with me and Braun? But also, <laughs> but also, you know, thinking back to being reprimanded for getting too close to enemies in the past. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he's a little bit torn. He he wants to come to come up to Mia to provide support, but also realizes that he is fragile. Bron is next, and he runs up. He, I mean, he's fifteen feet away from you, Falls, so he runs up to you, and he's going to touch you and uh, apply a death ward on you. 
Oh, good. I thought about casting on Falzer. Yeah, it's good. First time you would drop to zero hit points as a result of taking damage, you instead drop to one hit point and the spell ends. I thought about doing that on myself and Falzer at the beginning of this, going in the portal, but it would have used my whole, like, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a high level spell. <laughs> there we go, boy, Brownie. Next is Mia. Oh, Mia, the darkness dispel. She sees Kate closer again. Not happy about this. Mia in her mind is like, damage, buff, heal, activate circlet. Like, it's just like all these options, right? <laughs> because I don't know as Mia that he can't um, enslave anyone else today. That, like, Samuel spent his action on that. I, I wouldn't know sure, that. Sure, sure, yeah, that makes sense. Still plenty of spell slots left thanks to that ring. But I will focus on that. You said this room is how big again? It's about 120 feet wide, 50 uh, feet high. My channels are all gone. I'm going to cast, oh, it's each creature within 30 feet, so that would include a guard. You know what, I can move first though. So I move 30 feet away. So it's no longer guard number two and I by this cart, it's just me. And I'm gonna strike the ground, just hammer and, and fist, strike the ground, creating a burst of divine energy rippling out for me. And each creature within 30 feet of me must succeed on a constitution saving throw. This is destructive wave. Ooh, I think that's gonna be uh, 16. Con save is uh, the DC 17, so it's a fail. So they're gonna take 5d6 thunder damage, and 5d6 radiant or necrotic damage, and be knocked prone. Ooh, I see a bunch of ones. <laughs> so it could be that good. It really wasn't great. <laughs> what didn't roll great and high, but a total damage of 28. If it does make a difference, I think Mia would have chose Necrotic after seeing the type of damage the guards were doing. And it's knocked prone. So I don't know if it just like goes on its back with its leg wiggling in the air type thing or what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see, it's almost like the legs kind of give out under like the rumble and the, the impact of, of your wave, right? So yeah, while it's prone, uh, melee attacks against it will have advantage. Ranged attacks will have uh, disadvantage. I can't really do anything more to move. I just kind of moved so that it didn't hit the other guard. So I could have rolled so much higher. But 10d6, I would have run out of dice for that. Next uh, is Samuel. Still uh, flying in the air, you see he falters almost. And he, like, he dips like five feet as he tries to move towards Kakala. This is not good. Again, his gauntlets light up. He was actually going to get right up to K though, so he doesn't have the disadvantage because he's prone. But it's like obvious to us that he's like losing strength. It's very, very obvious, yeah. yeah. And again, like when he, when he lights up his gauntlets, it's like he's, he goes, he's like almost like laying hands on K, like he kind of did to the bloated Niyogi as you know, when he was, mm -hmm. but it's a, it's a similar thing as he's just making this melee strike with, with it's blue and the blue is still like a deep blue like you've seen from the towers but it doesn't it doesn't like shine as as brightly uh as it as it was a critical hit and a 26 wow it's gonna be good damage nice a total of 56 yes force damage from both the crit and the normal hit 
more pieces of K are just getting blasted <laughs> off of this this yes. body being put together. And uh, K is definitely bloodied. Samuel, though, emitting this blast, he almost brings himself to a knee uh, of, against the effort. And it's clear, like, he's starting to slow down as he's utilizing the armor. It's pretty obvious that it's, like, not because he got hit or anything, right? Because, like, we've seen him fight. You haven't seen him get attacked or, or anything. Thufty, uh, Thuftamar. <laughs> Falzerin! This, this body is better! <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I'm so glad Alomar's back. R.I.P. Thuff the Younger, though. <laughs> and Thuff the Younger. Yeah. He's, he's living on with fault, with Alomar at the helm. <laughs> Thuftamar is going to, though, cast a fireball. Yes. Wait, so he has Alomar's stats now? It's weird. If you recall, Thuff the Younger says he was a magic user. You've just never seen Thuff the Younger do anything. Other than the revive falls or anything. Well, I mean, yeah. he prayed to Kay. He didn't actually do anything. He's pretty good with a stick, too, I might add. I'm still figuring this thing Translate out. Translate that to a staff. <laughs> I could see him wielding yeah, magic. Yeah, he's, he's wielding a little stick. Thuff the Younger actually is a wild magic sorcerer. So, as he casts a level Ooh. spell, he is going to have to roll... On the wild magic chart. Could be good, could be bad. Because a 91. Okay, wow. As this little bead of fire jets out to hit K, Thuftamar, uh, Thuf like, looks again, Thuft the body, Thuft the younger's body, like, from the impact of K's swipe and hitting the wall, like, he looks, like, crushed and battered, right? He still looks like he's dead, but. Thuftamar, like, you know, stands up a, a little straighter. He almost looks like he's he's a little more resilient uh, as if he dies within the next minute. He immediately comes back to life as if by the reincarnate spell. Ooh. Oh. Is is the reincarnate spell the one where you could come back to life as, as a different species or a different race? Alamar, I've been everywhere. Where <laughs> 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 He's been in how many bodies now, Almar? Like, Almar gets around. Worse than a revenant. Yeah, so <laughs> as per the reincarnate spell, uh, I would roll a d100 and consult the table to determine what race Thuftamar would be reincarnated That's at. That's hilarious. He could be a Niyogi, for all we know. <laughs> Niyogi are not on the, the race table <laughs> for reincarnate. <laughs> cool all right, fireball. So, Kay and unfortunately, uh, Samuel need to make dexterity saving throws. Yeah, he's prone. <laughs> That's good. And because Kay is prone, he has disadvantage on that dex save. Heck yes. Ooh, he rolls a 17 and a 19, though, plus his dex Ugh. makes it a 19, which is going to be uh, a pass. We will take half. Samuel Samuel gets a 14. Sculpt safety. Which is also a fail. Okay. Yeah, you got to be a wizard to sculpt safety. So a total of 30 fire damage, which K saved, so we have, and he's resistant, so he halves again. Samuel, unfortunately, failing, takes the front of that. Back to the top, the Tanarux, still battling it out with the personal guard. Let's see if we can't finish off some of these uh, paladins. Eight, Falsery, you're uh, personal guard number three. Finish off some of these. Uh, no, 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 no. An 18, 22, 25, 
and an 11. Um, the 11 misses. Okay, so three hits. Total of uh, 22 piercing. Oh, boy. Not not looking good. Just clinging to life, basically. Tanarak 1 and 4 are going to pounce on the, the weaker-looking one between Falsey Guard 2 and Mia Guard 1, which happens to be Falsey Guard 2. That's going to be 23, 23, 10, and a 9. So only two hits. 14 piercing for that guy. Mia, your your paladins are up. Tanarak 4 is the one hanging in, so... Melee range... At number four. Ooh, so the first one's a miss, and then it's like, all right, just kidding. Because the second one, yeah. So that's 21 on the second one, um, plus eight, 11 damage, bludgeoning. And as you can, as you connect, the this Tanrak 4 goes down. So number one is done with their actions, with the, two, with the miss and the hit. Guard number two by the cart, seeing what happened to Samuel. Uh, Kay is still prone? Yeah. Runs up to Kay to melee. I will have advantage on that because K is prone. 17 to hit? A 17 just hits, yeah. Oh, no. I rolled a 1, so 9 bludgeoning. And then second hit, like the 1, 2, with advantage. Oh, I got a crit again. Hey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I can crit if I'm an NPC. Great. So the full damage from one die is 6 plus 8, so 14, right? 14 bludgeoning plus 10 bludgeoning. So 24 bludgeoning with the, the second second attack. But now that I'm in melee with it, I'm not going to back off and take an attack of opportunity. So he's up there ne- right next to Samuel. <laughs> the captain, like whatever he is. <laughs> and number three, realizing Thufty is now on our side. Won't uh, It's kind of in range of that, but it's like, okay, we'll just back off on there. Feeling inspired, you know, by guard number two. Number three is going right up to its neck here. Let's do another one-two with the guard number three. Some melee while it's on its on, the, on its back. Its legs are in the air flailing and all this. So the highest would be a 20. Got him. A nine, bludgeoning. And the next arm is 24 to hit. Another nine. I roll, I'm rolling so many ones on these d6s. It's all right. It's like four punches from these guards just <laughs> trying to chip away. But now Samuel is flanked between guards. They're doing their they job. They are doing their job. That's it. Falls of your guards now. If you're if you have two enemies on either side, you can't disengage from both of them, right? Yeah, I guess a, a, a disengage action gets away from all opportunities, all attacks of opportunity. Oh, it does. So like guard number three you're talking about that's surrounded in the tunnel still there? And is like almost dead. Yeah. Disengage and run. He doesn't really have anywhere to run to, though, unfortunately. <laughs> the portal. <laughs> just like, take off. You know what? I, I think he's, he's like barely, barely breathing at this point. He is going to take the disengage action and he's going to, uh, he, he's outnumbered. He's flanked by both of these enemies. So he's going to run to try and join up with some of his, his fellow, um, fellow paladins over near the entrance to the this big cavern he will still be beside an enemy over here but he at least has um three of his friends to help him out and next is the paladin who um 
who is over near the entrance of the, the cavern. He's going to attack the Tanarok right in front of him. He's uh, within melee range, so he's going to haul back with one of his gauntlets and just take a swing at him. Uh, 16 to hit. Yeah. Uh, 14 damage. Max damage. And he's going to haul back and swing again. 17 to hit. Yeah. And this time, 12 damage. 12 bludgeoning. Good work. Just more pieces of these creatures just snapping and, and breaking and splintering against the might of the pseudo-armor of Kohar. And then there is uh, one remaining paladin who is right in the entrance to the cavern, who's not within melee distance. He is going to fire with his necrotic uh, gauntlet at, at the same Tanarok that was just damaged by, the, by his friend here. That's going to be a miss, um, and he's going to fire again. Uh, 13 to hit. Does that hit? That one does not hit. His aim is not great. I think he'll stay where he is. All right. Kakala. Half his movement to stand up, no. but he is going to attempt to flee. To his second body? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so Coltis and these, these two guards will get attack of opportunities uh, as he moves away with half his feet, but he's going to take... K is going to take the dash as well, though. But he gets to the wall of this cave and just starts to skitter up it until he's like up on the ceiling and moving towards the exit. But go ahead and take your rolls there, uh, Mia Guard. Samuel will do the same. Oh, Samuel critically fails. Oh no. I think the 20 hits, but the 13 probably doesn't read. Yeah, 20 will hit, but 13 no. Another one on a d6. Are serious? Nine bludgeoning on the way out. I enjoy your consistency. This jerk wanted to end it here and now. Samuel attempts to like blast again and make contact, but he is brought to a knee this time, so he's going to be considered to be prone for his from his critical fail. He just clearly he is this the the usage of the extensive usage of this armor is clearly draining him. And Kay has made it about 20 or so feet into the the section of tunnel. Now on the ceiling, but still he's so huge he drapes. He has to like scrunch his eel neck and head to avoid it dragging on the ground next to the, the guards and the and the Tanaroks. He's like clinging above them. Falls are in Europe. It's terrifying. It's not gonna end tonight, dang it. Dang it! But the portal will take him back to the main room, right? As far as you know. Well, we're not... Yeah. He might be able to control us. Okay, so Falzerin is... Uh, Falzerin was kind of over to the to the right on the wall. He's going to move back so that he can see down this tunnel. Do I do it? Do you do what? Wall of force. <laughs> Honestly, like, no holds barred. You got to keep... This is it. What's what's roughly the height of this tunnel in in feet, Leland? Uh, the the tunnel is like less than thirty feet, or no, I said it was uh twenty by twenty. So it's actually like K is like squeezed into this, clinging to the ceiling. So it's only only twenty feet high. Okay, Falzerin realizes that you know this is this is what all of this entire adventure has come to. We have the enemy right in front of us now we need to prevent him from escaping and regrouping and 
healing up. So um, he's going to point down past K to the tunnel and he's going to uh, invoke a wall of force that will essentially completely fill this tunnel with an, an immovable wall so that no one can pass through it. So it's got a 120 foot uh, range. Um, he'll, he'll cast it about 70 feet down the hallway and then he's going to um, he's going to move a bit farther away from the entrance to the tunnel with the, his remaining movement. <laughs> All right, uh, good job. Clutch. Very. Clutch. Ron is next. Um, not quite sure what to do here. He's never he's never sure what to do. <laughs> so there's no immediate threats around him. Really, he's actually going. He's going to make his way over to Samuel, though, seeing like, I mean, he's seeing the shape mm-hmm. that he's in as well. Fran does have to dash uh, just to get it to Samuel, so he's going to try to attend to him and see what's going on. Mia, you're up. Mia knows Falzern did something big. She's not really sure, but she knows the god is fleeing. So, I can move pretty much to be on the other side of Bron, next to the guards, next to Sammy, sort of be able to peek down this tunnel. Does the wall of force look like anything? It is invisible. You can't see it. It's invisible. So I'm like, Falzern, what'd you do? I've, I've sealed off the tunnel. No one can get in or escape. I can see that the Neogi gods on the ceiling and that there's Tanaruks down there. To target past the Neogi is like 75 feet. Let's fight insects with insects. What? I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking at what is like a ranged spell that could reach them. So this is a concentration spell. I'm going to cast Insect Plague. Swarming biting locusts fill a 20-foot radius, so a 40-foot diameter sphere centered on a point I choose in range. Uh, It spreads around corners. It remains for the duration. Uh, The area is lightly obscured. The sphere's area is considered difficult terrain. Uh, when the area appears, each creature in it must make a con saving throw. Creature takes 4d10 piercing damage on a failed save or half on a success. Creature must also make a saving throw when it they enter for the first time or end their turn there. So I was thinking, because it's 300 feet, unknowingly like where this invisible wall of force is, I am just trying to hit, I'm trying to save the uh, the guards. Yeah, it will not hit Tanarak number one, but that's because I'm seeing the guards. Um, it'll hit. It'll hit two Tanaraks and the and God running away. So con saves from the three of them. Tanaraks, uh adjusted twenty and a twenty-two. <laughs> okay, K <sure>. saves. <laughs> K gets a twenty-two as well. Ah, they all save. Okay, so half though. That is 22 piercing damage, so 11 piercing damage to all those three. And it is difficult terrain for them. They make the saving throw when they enter or end their turn there. And that is turn number four of my resistance potion. Been a very exciting 24 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, excellent. Samuel is next. Kind of with the help of Bronn leaning on him a bit, he gets to his feet. There's something drastically wrong i could barely move in this he kind of like staggers forward obviously no longer in the air he's gonna choose take it off shake it off baby for me he's gonna choose not to act 
Thuftamar, however. It's just gonna try to pop off a chaos bolt at K. Ha! Get it? A chaos bolt. Oh! Uh, <laughs> uh, adjusted 20, so it's gonna hit. Yeah. Uh, it's going to do 11 psychic damage. Hmm. But that's gonna take a, a roll on the old wild magic. You got 100. He regains wow. all expended sorcery points, which unfortunately he didn't have any expended. Oh, no. <laughs> a little too bad, but all right, that's uh, that's that's stuff tomorrow. Tannerux. Uh, so it's when they end their turn, right? They're gonna make the save again. Yeah, if they end their turn or enter on their turn. The two that were affected just kind of charge their way out. They don't like the bugs. They don't like the bugs. Tannerux three though is gonna t- two swipes at Mia's guard one. Yeah, only a 14 hit, which is going to be a miss, and a 25. 25 hits. Uh, nine piercing. Guard number one is looking bloodied, about half. Two more swipes on guard number one. An adjusted 20 and a 17. 20 hits. Uh, ooh, max damage of 12 piercing. Yikes. Falls his guard number two is going to take two swipes himself. 26, 21. Oh, boy. Ooh, a total of 27 piercing. Oh, he falls to the ground. Falls are in your guard number one, though, is uh, not taking too much damage in this fight. But your guard number three is not looking great. So one last Tanarok to make his attacks. Only an 11 and a 12. Swing and a miss. Both misses. Okay, Mia, your personal guard here. I am surrounded. Like three different melee ranges of these Tanaroks with uh, guard number one. The hallway here. So Tanarak number three and number two are blocking me from being able to retreat it all away from these insects and all this crap going on in the tunnel. So I will take a swing at number three and then a swing at number two. Thirteen, so it probably misses. And then fourteen. That <laughs> is just a hit. That's what you needed. Okay. And I, oh, I almost rolled a one, I thought. No. Uh, 11 bludgeoning to Tanarak number two. I'm just gonna, I guess I, I'm just gonna stay put. Just keep swinging. The two guards that I am controlling are over by Samuel and Braun, knowing that the Neogi left. So they're now, like, approaching the opening of this tunnel. They see the Tanarak's surrounding guard number one, and uh, they will each attack from a distance with their gauntlets. So, guard number three is going to target Tanarak number three with two different uh, necrotic... A crit! (laughs) These cards, I keep critting. (laughs) I got one crit. So that's a d12 plus four. So the crit gets 16 necrotic plus seven necrotic. And that... Crit just obliterates Tanarak number three. You see, like, begins to, like, wither and shrivel under the necrotic energy. Guard number two's turn. Fires off two left-handed necrotic hits. It'd be 15 and 21. Both hit. A five and a 10. Uh, so 15 necrotic to the other Tanarak number two. Three to three and two to two. All right. Two is looking awful. <laughs> <laughs> Only two Tanaranks left. Both of them are, are on their last last leg here. Falzern, what do you have left for a personal guard? Um, like you said, the one is looking still pretty healthy. The other, not so much. <laughs> He's almost dead. 
Um, and unfortunately, the one that's almost dead is the one that's right in the thick of it. So I think out of self-preservation, I mean, this guard that's already disengaged once and retreated a bit is now surrounded by two Tanaruk and Kakaka. So he, he's going to disengage again and retreat back where he's safer. Um, so back into the cave. So he's um, he's a little bit safer out of combat now. And the, the guard that's still feeling pretty good is going to blast at the closest Tanaruk, which is only about 10 feet away. Uh, he's going to blast with a necrotic gauntlet, seeing that this seems to be the best type of damage that he can do. Uh, 24 to hit. Ooh, that's not good. 10 necrotic damage. That is enough. And he is going to target with his next attack the one remaining Tanneric. 25 to hit. The cheese stands alone. Almost. <laughs> so again, with necrotic damage, 10 necrotic damage. Okay, that one's still up. Just barely, though. Uh, well done. Okay, that's all of them, right? Yes. Yeah, I only have two remaining. Kakalach. Continue skittering through this insect plague. Which is difficult to read. And in the difficult terrain, he can kind of only just barely get up to this this wall that blocks him as he bumps into it. And he kind of drops to the to the floor, righting himself. And he like turns back to, to both Falzerin and Mia as he addresses you. Falzerin, you owe me a debt. You're back here? And as he motions to Thuftamar, clearly... Your friend I pulled from the wall. Allow me to live, and it will be repaid. Well, I'm sorry, Krakalka, but that is a deal I cannot agree to. I'm aware of your intents, and Aspara is not going to be your new home. If I can't have this world, then I will destroy it. He again reaches for the, the webbing strand and like his, his little claw passes like into it uh, for a few seconds before pulling it out. He's gonna, I mean, he's ending his turn in this insect plague. So Constitution saving throw was a 24. So he passes. Half of 25. So like 12 damage. Piercing. <laughs> Whatever sound effect you add in there. <laughs> Samuel. Struggling to his feet. <sighs> Poor guy. Mia, can you finish the god? I'm trying. He's going to raise. Don't worry about us. His gauntlets to blast again. It seems like it takes like immense effort to raise his hands. Critical fail. <laughs> and Seriously. a twenty, a twenty-six though for for the other hand. Brick. Samuel. So the 26, he still is going to hit for 17, 17 force damage. I mean, but the fail, I'm right next to him. How dare he? <laughs> the fail <laughs> does just kind of go go wide. Yeah, it's not going to hit anybody. Uh, but again, it's just like a waste of him using this this energy. You see, like, yeah. it's almost as if, like, the, the gauntlet, like, short circuits and, and it is even more detrimental to, hit, to him using it than... You know, a hit normally would have been. Save your strength, Samuel. One remaining Tanarak. <laughs> one last guy. Swinging in on Mia's guard number one. 
That is my most hurt guard. <laughs> uh, 13 and only a 16. Misses. Well, your guards are up. They miss. I duck. I dodge. Give them the one, two. Some melee range uh, smacks with these gauntlets here. Oof. Oof. I think the highest was 13. So, yeah. Misses? Those are going to be misses. So, we just, like, are swinging and missing. <laughs> Everyone's just at so tired. So, that's guard number one in the, in the hallway there. Uh, guard number three and two as well. They're going to just kind of reposition themselves to the mouth of this tunnel opening, move like 10, 15 feet up, and uh, fling some more necrotic damage. So, guard number three, two, two lashes out from the uh, left gauntlet. Oof, a three and a two on the dice. I don't think that's going to cut it. Guard number two, a 20 and a 15 at K the god K. Okay, 20 will hit. That is eight necrotic damage to Krakla. Krakla is looking awful. You see, like, there's sections of of his, his like, appendages that are just, like, bone thin of the amount of added flesh and parts that have just been blasted off throughout this fight. Is that all you got? That's all my guards got. <laughs> yeah, alright, Falsy, your guards, or your remaining guards. So, the, um, the guard that had retreated into the cavern, feeling a bit safer now, surrounded by some allies, is, is going to move a bit more back so that he can see into the, into the tunnel, and he's going to activate his necrotic gauntlet and fire at the Tanneruk that he can see, the one remaining Tanneruk. Uh, 14 to hit. Yeah, yeah, it hits the Tanneruk. Uh, 13 necrotic damage. <laughs> and that is, is more than enough to finish the last Tanneruk. Get him! Oh yeah, perfectly. Just reaches. Okay, so he um, he can kind of see down this tunnel. Just, just close enough is K. He's going to use his one remaining attack to fire necrotic bolt at K as well. And I'm quite sure that's going to be a miss. Uh, 10. That is unfortunately a miss. Alright, and the other guard that is still just a little ways into the tunnel is going to turn around and also blast at K with uh, necrotic damage. Uh, 16 to hit. No, that's a miss. And he will wind up and fire one more time. Uh, 17 to hit. That is exactly what you needed. And nine points of necrotic damage. Excellent. Just picking away at uh, this trapped Yogi god now. You have a completely cornered, covered and in swarming insects. Are I'm just scared he's going to inhabit someone's body again <laughs> once we kill him. <laughs> Rick. Well, we don't know what he's doing with this, this uh, web network either. I know. I know. That's concerning. He might have already like transferred his consciousness. It is Kay's turn. If it is Kay that we're even fighting anymore. He, he kind of likes what you did there, Mia. And oh? will cast his own insect plague. <gasps> no. Rather than locusts, however, it's swarms of spiders that crawl and coat and cover every... I mean, he's able to, with that radius, he's able to hit everybody except one of guards, uh, Mia's guards. So you can all make constitution saving throws. Oh, no. Oh, no. Ten for Falzerin. So that's a fail, I would assume. Yeah. Mia got a six. 
Two guards got 23. Guard number three got 16, if that's enough. 16 is a fail. Okay, so Mia and guard number three fail. Uh, the healthy guard got a 23. The almost dead guard got a 12. 23 passes, so the DC is 18. Oh, Thuftamar rolling with a crit gets a total of 23 for his nice. save. Okay. So uh, those that failed are going to take a total of 30 piercing damage. Ouch. 15 for those that save. Well, 15 for Mia because the potion, but... Right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Oh, Samuel only rolls a 17. Guard 3's looking bloodied. Samuel is KO'd. 30 knocks him out. Really? Uh-oh. Sam- yeah, Samuel, and so Samuel just collapses, unmoving. And it's like almost immediately the armor begins to pulse. A blue, like dim blue light just over and over rhythmically, steadily. Oh, I'm an idiot. I could have used the effect of the potion of advantage. <laughs> if you want to use it, then go for it. Okay. What's your second roll? So Falzerin, um activating the ability that the potion of advantage has given him is... Sensing that he needs everything he can for this spell. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> that look. <laughs> his best roll was a 12. <laughs> okay. So you will take the full 30 piercing. Well, I'm assuming that's going to kill your personal guard number three for sure, right? Yes. Um, it does look like Thuftamar came back with a bit of a... Uh, Bit of vigor after the re-inhabiting uh, Thuff's body. So he survived, because he saved, he survived that initial swarm. Uh, Falzerin, though, you are next in initiative. And is Falzerin aware of uh, how the spell works as far as, like, starting your turn, ending your turn, that sort of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but also, Falzerin, though, could you uh, and Mia both make me constitution saving throws to maintain concentration on your spells? Eleven. Twelve. Uh, so Mia... Because you took half damage, the it's the DC is ten because it's half the damage you took or high or ten whatever's higher. So Mia's okay. is fine. Balzarin, however, took full damage, which your DC is fifteen. So you lose concentration on the wall of force, and like you all see behind K, the the insect swarm is like you know pressed up against the wall of force as well, right? Not can't quite extend to the full radius. As soon as it's gone, like the swarm just spreads out to its full effect so for my knowledge um of what Falzern would know is it starting your turn ending your turn you don't want to stay in it you want to get out of it okay so Falzern is going to do his best to get out of this this cloud of insects he's going to move further into the cavern sort of adjacent to samuel still has a pretty straight line of sight down the tunnel though Falzern points and you see this uh, sort of just like a, a grayish-white pulsating sphere just start to slowly form and expand out and then collapse on itself just beside K. And so he has cast Gravity Sinkhole. K will have to make a dexterity saving throw. 13. Okay, that is a fail. Check your dice. Check them twice. Yeah, I won't make this mistake again, let me tell you. Izzy could be dead. Shakara could be here. 
Not in a coven. It's all your fault. <laughs> are, we, are we just spiraling here now? <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> you gonna kill Steel again? What's happening? That's what Falsy does best. Kay takes 35 force damage and is pulled back uh, towards the point where the gravity sinkhole was, so about um, 10 feet toward us. Okay, still in the insect plague, and he's severely, severely wounded. That was a very, very good hit. And you've already moved, so uh, Braun is next. Uh, he's also going to get out of this. Well, you know what? Kay needs to make a con save to maintain his insect plague. But she gets an eight, so completely dispelled. Yes. Ooh, nice. No more worries about which way we go now. So Bronn then doesn't need to worry about like dragging Samuel anymore. He's actually just gonna run to Samuel, kind of kneels down to to check on him. Mia, he's he's still breathing. He's already stable. I I didn't even do anything. What? Bronn's gonna Bronn, I mean Bronn's gonna try to heal him. Yeah, I was thinking about that for Mia as well. It's like, we don't know what's going on, though. It's going to try to uh, cure wounds at a second level here. Oh, boy, and he rolls two ones. Well, Mia was going to cure wounds at third level. Whoa, so. okay, big sister. <laughs> uh, so that's only six healing. As he applies it, though, and the armor is, is pulsing, it's like the two magics butt up against each other like there's a, like a mm. it, it doesn't do anything for Sammy like Sammy doesn't wake up he's still very shallow breaths and, and motionless is it like when you hold magnets together that are like the same pole <laughs> right they're like you want to push they're, them together yeah. but they're repelling each other absolutely it's yeah, like this this blue what... pulse and then like this like radiant energy right just kind of repulsed against each other uh, but Mia you are next I see this sort of like not helping and I'm just like stay with Samuel we can do this Mia is uh, basically going to be 10 feet behind the guards I've been controlling so there's three guards sort of like in the mouth of the tunnel four in total as guard number one that I was controlling is, is in the tunnel Kay in the insect swarm Mia just like ready to give it everything she's got is is going to you owe me as well mia brightwood you wish this world to remain intact then i will be allowed to leave you already said you'd rather destroy it you say anything back now you see like a, a like a weird grin on his like eel face you know, even if it does something bad to me, I'm I'm calling lightning in a third level over him. It's the hall's big enough. Uh well the hall the okay, the hall is not big enough. Oh, cuz the clouds radius. Okay. This the storm cloud is 10 feet tall cylinder, 60 foot radius, and it fails if you can't see a point in the air where the storm cloud could appear, like a room that couldn't accommodate the cloud it says. So if it's not big enough, what width wise i understand the, the radius is the problem now the radius certainly would fit in like the main chamber there's enough enough room in the main chamber but in the actual tunnel itself i can cast shatter around the guards um and casting it at a third level it gets up cast a fourth because of my um 
ring. Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna have this like eruption of noise down the the cave where it's it's just potentially gonna even like try to trap them in here and even more and just like try to finish this. Um, and he does a Constitution save, DC 17. Ooh, 11. So that is a fail. I rolled three out of five uh, d8s once. Oh no! Boy. Twelve thunder damage. Oh! The boom ricochets in this chamber, and K is it's like physically like pushed on like against the the force of the spell, and his wobbly spider legs are able to upright him, so he stays on them and he kind of stands back up, still barely clinging to life. Is there any world where I can bonus action throw my hammer? (laughs) (laughs) I'm afraid not. (laughs) This sucks. Okay. Uh, Samuel is out for the count. Thuftamar. He's gonna... (laughs) He's gonna chaos bolt again. (laughs) Right at K. Oh, that is, uh... That's only a 13 hit, though. His, His bolt goes wide. I believe that's still a roll on the surge table, though. You never know what to expect with this thing. A four. Highs and lows. For the yeah, for the next minute, Thuftmar can see uh, invisible creatures if he has line of sight of them. Wah, so not wah. not too useful. <laughs> Mia, your I mean your paladins are, are next. Tanarchs are gone. Okay. Your guard's gonna do it here. My most injured guard, number one. They're about ten feet away, so they're gonna move up, try to attack, and then kind of move back. Is that allowed, or would it be opportunity attack to do that? Uh, well, actually, the, the, that guard is already within Kakala's ten-foot reach. So even if they move anywhere, they would get uh, an opportunity attack. You know what, then? They're gonna range attack with this necrotic arm. <laughs> this, these fake gauntlets are doing alright so far. Better than the real thing, eh? <laughs> Two blasts from the left, the left gauntlet. Shade. Shade thrown, a crit, and a 14, <laughs> so that's, uh, these guards like to hit. Oh, man, so that's like a 21 and a crit, and I rolled another 12, 16, 16, 32 necrotic. That's that's only the first hit. Does that do the it? The first raid does it as it, it like, barrels yes. through Kakala's chest, and yes. the, 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 that the brown goo like I need to name this guard. leaking this brown goo as all of the congealed parts separate and just collapse in a pile of f- decayed and rotted flesh coated in this viscous gooey brown substance and uh, the Niogi god has been vanquished the Niogi god body Sure. <laughs> is all we can say <laughs> with certainty. Wow. Okay, so this guard is now named... Falzerin is pissed right now that this guard stole his kill. K-Killer. This guard is going to go by the, the name K-Killer. That's their nickname. Kill a K. Oh, K-Killer? my goodness. Wow. Falzerin kind of looks around. Is is it gone? Is it gone? Is, is everyone okay? What? He runs over to Samuel. Yeah, Mia runs over as well. Don't worry, Valzerin. I'm I'm okay. 
No one cares about you, Alamar. Well, that, that's not that's not true, Mia. Samuel, Samuel! And I'm, like, shaking him. He's unresponsive to any, like, physical contact. And again, you saw how the healing spell went. He seems... It's like he's he's like he's comatose. And again, the the armor continues to just pulse, a steady like blue pulse. Uh, should we take the armor off him? Uh, I suppose we could try. I don't I don't know if uh, Here. And I like start and I start like trying to lift him so that we could unbuckle and Yeah, let's let's try to take it off and see what happens. You are unable to remove any of the pieces. It's as if it is a solid piece. Can't. Ugh. There, there must be. It must be some sort of magic that holds it on. I wonder. I wonder if Ventrier would know anymore. Wait, we, we need to. We need to get out of here. Uh, let's at least go back to the, to the entrance to the that massive cave and see what it looks like on the outside. Hopefully the paladins have, have continued to maintain the upper hand. Bron, help me. And I direct my brother to dump out this cart of dead bodies. And uh, we'll steal the an empty cart after emptying it. Okay, I like it. And put Samuel in the cart. Great, great, great. Yeah, and obviously his, his personal guard was like huddled around him with all of you, right? And they're going to help Bron uh, empty the cart you know, maybe clean it out as much as they can as far as the the yeah, bits of gross, flesh. But... It's disgusting. Uh, and they'll load up Samuel and uh, one of them will kind of grab, you know, the handles and will, if you, yeah, you you can make it back to the portal. As Falzerin is passing Kay's body, he kind of looks down, stops for a moment to survey it closely, looking for any signs of life. Sort of, is mostly disgusted but also just reluctant to believe that this is the last of this powerful being that had had taken over his body uh, he gives a little bit of a kick on one of the, the spider legs to see if there's any movement there seems to be no movement it is a pile of, of flesh now okay he walks over to the uh, this web rope and sort of just looks at it for where, to where Kay's uh, little hand had went into it. Looks back at the body and, and continues on. Psst. Hey, are you still listening? You want to keep up with the Incorrigibles? Our website, incorrigibleparty.com, has all of our links. Twitter, Facebook, Discord, Instagram. Sometimes we're Twitchers, too. You want to support our show? We have a Patreon where you can get exclusive content, early access to episodes, and more. Thanks for your support and helping our show grow. We want to thank Tabletop Audio for ambient sounds and music. We want to thank James Merce Music for our intro song. And our sponsor, Critical Hit Design. Visit criticalhitdesign.com. Happy adventuring! This has been a Sounds of Steel production.